gather round friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. <laughs> hi, hi, hello, everybody, and welcome to Spelt Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. And with me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello. Playing Fat Billy, the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. And playing Ving, the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Hi there. When last, we left our heroes. They were traveling through the Sea of Graves. And after a variety of failures in which many people just fell out of a boat, they were set upon by the storm of the Sea of Graves, who had tracked them following Chimes' successful distraction. And after... A truly tremendous amount of failed rolls. Okay, yeah. we get it. We <laughs> failed a lot. We like, know. Genuinely one after the other. <laughs> Runes on the boat have been destroyed, both by your hand and by the hand of nature. And through that, Ving's Thunderbird, yet to be named, came to the rescue, pulling you through the storm to the town that you saw on a pillar in the distance, which we have come to learn is a ramshackle community built out of various detritus called Flotsam. And after arriving in this very strange town, you discovered that they are a hungry folk and a strange folk. Possible cannibal folk. Well, I mean, jury's out on that. (laughs) After a uh, complication through Billy's switcheroo in which in his hunger desperation, he attempted to turn a table or at least part of a table into chocolate. He turned a bunch of stuff into a bunch of edible candies causing him to be referred to as a savior or a gift of some kind by the people of this town who welcomed them with open arms before being led into what appears to be a cell of some kind uh, and locked behind a heavy wooden door where the representative of Flotsam, a, a strange, tall, thin man called Cliffseeker, apologized but hoped that you would understand that you cannot leave yet. Hey, man, we kissed your mirror and everything. I am merely doing what I think is best for the people of Flotsam, he says from the other side of a locked door. You will not come under any unnecessary harm. What the fuck? What does that mean? It means what it means. Just please, we are a people on the brink of absolute starvation. We get by on scraps. Well, then I'm not going to make any more food if you keep us in here. I was afraid that you would say such a thing. And Oops. <laughs> Billy, sorry, I thought, just I thought that was gonna get him <laughs> immediately. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm not <laughs> uh, and as he says that, Tuck, you feel the strength just sap out of your body, uh, and you just collapse onto your knees, Tuck, for a moment, and then the strength returns. He says that is but the barest taste of what. We will do to ensure the survival of our people. And, and I go, what? Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. And I, yeah, I turn to these guys and I'm like, shh. And we're like, was something supposed to happen? Very well. I will 
demonstrate the power I have over you now to a greater degree. And yeah. you feel this, you just collapse onto the ground. I want to use healthy distrust. Ooh, shit. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and read healthy distrust right now. Uh, whenever the unclean magic wielded by mortal men causes you to defy danger, fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> Treat any result of a six minus as a seven to nine. All right. Well, Tuck is a hardy lad. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead and roll Defy Danger Constitution to see if you can resist the effects of whatever this is. Eleven. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> An entire narrative thread just fell apart for sure. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. So door unlocks. Come with me. (laughs) You're free to go. (laughs) Okay. But okay. So you hit the ground. 15 minutes later, we're just sailing away in a different ship. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Just waving like the Beverly Hillbillies (laughs) eating a bucket of chicken. (laughs) Goodbye now. God. Uh, Okay. So you hit the ground. You feel all this strength absolutely sapped out of your body. Your axe feels like it weighs a million pounds. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Like, how does healthy distress how work? Do you, how do you resist this? I think I probably tap into the axe. That's what makes the Ooh, most sense. Yeah. Because I think we talked a couple of times about how, like, spirit world energy and magical energy are almost antithesis of one another good point paul's making a penis and vagina motion. yeah like magic is a penis in the spirit world is a vagina yes wait no it's a welcoming force explain more they take turns fucking each other (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand how you guys don't understand yeah i need to talk more about what you (laughs) i feel like maybe we have a disagreement on what the word antithesis means i'm horny (laughs) (laughs) we're all Horny, Paul. You've got me locked up like a horn dog. <laughs> can't even look outside. Now I'm just laughing at the idea of somebody being like, look, we're all horny, Paul. <laughs> yeah. We've been in here for an hour. Look, Paul, we're all horny. We're trying to record this fucking podcast with rock hard dicks and clits. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple clits. <laughs> I don't know if I can release that. Spellmore Nights. Um, in the daytime. <laughs> wow. So what we were, what we mean, I think, is that magical energy and spiritual energy don't work together. Yeah. Like when we go to the spirit world, like magic doesn't really work there. Like Perel couldn't do magic. <gasps> True. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it is like an oil and water thing. I like the idea that it went somewhere else. Is it magic like in oil? I mean, in water, if you oh. put oil like it, whoop. so yeah. When all of that, like, whatever he was doing, like, poured into me, mm-hmm. like, TLC, like, they poured their spiritual energy into my body. Yeah. To, like, displace it. And you can hear them in your head going, like, no fucking way. <laughs> Not in a million years, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody get- fucks with our crew. You gonna, fu- you gonna fucking step to us? You gonna step to our boy? Fuck no. <laughs> That's... That's that's Sean stood up to things before. I'd like to say that I said that to people before, but I'm kind of doing an impression of a guy that punched me one time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the one and only time I've been punched by a stranger, and it was that situation. Like, you got beef with our boy? You got beef with our boy? Fuck no! I was like, whoa, dude. Okay, calm down. Chad is just like, hold me back, boys. Hold me back. Nobody's, no one here has arms, but we're gonna do it in spirit. We will rock you. (laughs) 
Tonight still so badly. Does anyone have it? I don't know. It's not on Netflix. Alexis, play Night's Tale. <laughs> Alexis, is this an AI that you created? <laughs> uh huh. Alexis, yo, what's up? <laughs> play Night's Tale. Okay. The <laughs> Night's Tale starts. He just starts telling you what the movie is. So the movie opens with a jousting match. There's an old guy on a horse and he shits himself to death in the woods. <laughs> and Heath Ledger goes, oh. What am I going to do now? <laughs> and fade to 90 minutes later. They win. <laughs> and this, the moral of the story is if you're poor, you should become rich. <laughs> <laughs> and it truly was a knight's tale. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so you feel the power of, after that, you feel the power of Larry, Terry, and Chad flow through your body and this whatever fucking magical force. I should say, this is the first time that Tuck has probably had magic this overt exerted on him Mm -hmm. right like yeah like like, magic doesn't really exist anymore yeah like everyone's like whoa what are you doing what a joke but i imagine that somebody some in some part of you is like what the fuck is going on is this guy a fucking warlock or something no i'm just mad (laughs) oh no like tuck doesn't process things like that he's not like oh no magic for the first time ever he's just like this miserable piece of shit I gave him a kiss. <laughs> I gave him a good kiss. And this is what he does? I'm going to fucking beat his ass. Okay, so. And I'm going to take my kiss back. <laughs> so that so that's what happens. You feel the, the, the power of Larry, Terry, and Chad flow through your body, and this magical force lifts. What do you do? I fucking cut through the door. Oh, shit. I was wondering oh. if you were going to play this cool. Like, <laughs> ow, yeah. your spell hurt me, but no, you're going through the door. Tuck's not that smart. It's true. <laughs> Defy danger strength. He's enraged. Eight. Eight. So what do you think happens? Uh, Tuck is a powerhouse. He's going to get through this door. Yeah. But what do we think? Maybe I <laughs> kill the guy. Oh. <gasps> By accident, like it yeah. just swings right through and yeah. into his... Oh. Clocks him in the jaw. Yeah. Splits his face in half. Fuck. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. That's okay. So he's just fuming. Yeah, I'm furious. I'm Steam's just like, coming out of his ears. Fuck Somebody's you. gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Like, I imagine Billy and Ving seeing him get that mad and be like, oh, no. Yeah, I step all the way yeah. back like, oh, he's, he's gonna oh, use God. up all the room. Yeah. It's like in the first Avengers movie when they're trying to calm down Bruce Banner. Like, look, man, just be cool. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, and As they back up. Arm back, axe, door to Flinders. You just smash through a door and a man. And he was just too close. He didn't get away fast enough. He's whispering with his ear, his ears up against the door. <laughs> my like, what? Fr- I'm sorry that I had to use such dark magics upon you, my friends. But <laughs> And he's just dead. No, he'll be okay, Vig uh. says. He's just going up and like sprinkling sage on his wounds. Uh, I think I can fix this. Billy's going to root through the pockets. <laughs> Not in a sneaky way. He's like, I just, 
I don't want someone else to take whatever things that he has. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm doing this for him. Yeah. yeah. And for us. <laughs> His legacy. His next of kin. I'll find their contact information. Yeah. It's got. It's got. A, he's got to have kids or something, or like a wife, and they'll want this for sure. I got his email. Let's go. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a lot of noise. It's really loud here, though, so maybe people didn't hear anything right away. Right, because all the rattling. So we will determine this by Billy's role to go through Cliff Seeker's pockets. Wow, we could have spent a lot of time here, guys. We could have spent a lot of time in Flotsam, <laughs> but we're not going to. 2d6 plus dexterity. Seven. Okay, what specifically are you looking for? I'm looking for that mirror because I'm like, I knew it. I knew he took Tuck's soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so he had it in his hand when Tuck hit him. So it like skittered across the ground. So mm-hmm. you can see it on the other side of this room that was outside the door. And you you can run up and grab it. Yep. But you also, he, the seven to nine is that you hear feet pounding from basically either direction. I don't care. I go grab it. You grab it and a bunch of people come into the room and they start freaking out. They killed Cliffseeker. Yeah, they killed Cliffseeker. Whoa, whoa, it was a big misunderstanding. He locked us in that room and he was hurting our friend. He reacted out of self-defense. And somebody steps forward. If he locked you in that room, he did it for the good of Flotsam and you killed him. What reason did he have to lock us in that room? He he did it for for the good of Flotsam. Everybody here acts in the best interest of our people. Uh, no, that's not quite true. Billy's very scared. No, he saw my powers to create food and he locked us up because he wanted it all for himself. And and we were like, no, <laughs> the rest are hungry too. <laughs> this sounds like a parlay. Yeah, this is a yeah. like, divide your charisma. It's totally. definitely charisma. Okay. Eight. Eight. So when you're like, he, he wanted it all for himself. <laughs> they're just like, oh, it's, that can't be true. Would he betray us? That can't. Like they're basically what this is is they're not leaving, but they're all murmuring amongst themselves. You have a moment to act. The pomegranates. The pomegranates. Oh, the pomegranates. What? <laughs> I don't know. Let us go. Here's some fruit. And you, there's another fire sale on pomegranates. It's another fire sale on pomegranate. Somebody wants to roll for it. I bet yeah, you can I mean, pull these, this off. I'm gonna try and pomegranate these people. So nine, nine. Okay. Give us the fruit. These fruit belong to you. We wanted, We were asking him to share with you. Give us all the food you have. This is all the food we have. Yeah. Is that all the food you have? I, I think so. I don't have any. Yeah. That's... Four. I have to lie to these people if, if you were being truthful. I do have artisanal cheese. <laughs> <laughs> right. We picked some up in a little syrup. Oh, yeah. Right. It is very artisanal at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, shut up. Tell them about the stinky cheese. They're gonna... Four pomegranates isn't enough for everyone here. Uh, um... <laughs> Do we have any like that bread? Do we have any ration breads? Uh, yeah. Do you guys? You guys don't have any rations. Or I anything? don't have any adventuring. Oh. Wow. No, like rations. It's a different thing. I don't have any rations. Sweet. I have Ving's I, never I, had them because he doesn't eat them. Right. Ving doesn't eat. Billy probably ate I everything. Ate them he had. <laughs> People are getting antsy. They're getting tense. Uh, I I turn my back to the crowd and there's bits of straw from my clothes and I'm like trying to make something out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trying to do switcheroo. Okay. So that's 2d6 plus charisma. And you're just trying to make food out of like... Trying to make breadsticks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. Oh, fuck yeah. Shit. With charisma, you said? Yeah. Oh, I got 11. Ooh. What happens on a 10 plus on that? 
it just happens. So on a 10 plus, all three things happen, which is the effect works for all. It lasts for a long time and I keep control. Okay. So you can turn as much stuff into breadsticks right now as you can touch okay. basically. Yeah. I had at least like two dozen bits of straw in uh-huh. my hand and they turn into like two dozen breadsticks. <laughs> wow. And everybody is like looking at it so hungrily. And they just, just, just don't kill anybody else. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, deal. Just give us the breadsticks yeah. and okay. leave. Here you go. And they all like jitter forward like scared animals. And they snatch the breadsticks out of your head. And they just get out of here. Just get out of here. Okay. The shutters are rattling so hard, banging and slamming. Get out. Just leave. Okay. Go, oh. Don't come back. Okay. Okay. I mean, we'll leave as soon as the storm's over. Leave now. We don't harbor murderers here in Flotsam. Don't you guys eat each other? That is unconfirmed. One guy's like... Got his like finger in his mouth. Everyone is like, "No, we've never eaten anyone." Get out! Just go! Just leave! We um, we're like, okay, okay, like, and we start backtracking down the way mm-hmm. that Cliff Seeker brought us, mm-hmm. and and we were like, okay, we're going. We're gonna go to our boat. Yeah, and the few of them that have weapons are like following you uh-huh. to make sure you leave. And you see Karal the priest like feeding the fire, mm-hmm. and he looks back at you, and he just shakes his head. And he st- keeps putting wood in the fire. What? Spilling blood, brother. Really? He was trying to fucking kill me. He is a good man. Was. I'm sorry. He was a good man. He did much for the safety of these people. And you cut him down. And you get to the, the door that leads to the room that Evum took you through. And you're here. This is the exit. Is there a way we can like parlay with them to like let us stay for a night? You get, you can try and convince somebody, but they're like pretty upset. Okay, I'm just gonna get on my knees and beg. I just stop where I am, uh, and I turn to like the dudes with weapons. And I start crying. I'm like, please, I'm so small, and we're we didn't mean to hurt anyone, and, and we just need somewhere to stay for a bit. We'll leave. We'll leave soon, but we're just so tired. Please, I can make more food if you want. I'll do anything. Parlay. 2d6 plus charisma. Eight. Okay. I could only see the one. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. Oh. So they go, okay. All right. You want to make food? If you can, turn every piece of furniture in our hall into food. You can stay one night. Oh, my God. All the furniture? I already All made it into chocolate. The furniture. Chocolate, we know, is a treat. It is not sustaining or nourishing. Fucking speak for yourself. Fine, <laughs> fine. I'll do my best. But you can't threaten my friends anymore. You can't be mean to us. It might take a while. Very well, child. Get to work. They lead you into the main hall that you were in before, and one turns his back to the doorway as the other closes it and bars it so you know there's like guards on the other side yeah we're in just in here turning all your furniture into food fuck what are we gonna do oh, billy how much can you turn into food i don't know i like i'm i'm more nervous than hungry right now um i just think of like all the gravy i could have had <laughs> if we just got to mccall it doesn't mean that we're not gonna get that gravy the gravy's still out there for you to get okay i'm gonna try switcheroo okay i i press my hands against like one of the main tables and i'm just like gravy oh and mashed potatoes all of it uh that would be nine okay we can't eat can we (laughs) 
Well, you were you were like <laughs> describing all the gravy. <laughs> you could just talk about all the foods that Billy could yeah. eat. Yeah. yeah. Add on like side dishes and other things. Oh, totally. There's uh, 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 sugared carrots. Oh. With with uh, with 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 uh, oat butter. Oh my goodness. And and and, and peppered yams without <gasps> any pepper. Oh my goodness. There's burnt corn. Yeah. I've never had that, but it probably looks so good. Marshmallow steak as big as your head. <gasps> There's apple cores in every dumpster. Tuck's just doing all the things that he used to eat <laughs> when he was a kid, yeah. yeah. I love apple cores. I love wapple cores. I love chicken cores. <laughs> I love it all. Uh-huh. Billy is salivating. All right. Somebody roll 2d6 plus blonde. Oh, big 12 plus 240. Oh, oh fuck. There oh we my go. God. <laughs> There's finally a roll. Okay, I mean, yeah, so Billy is able to do what he oh my requires. Gosh. You're doing it, Billy. You're doing it. <laughs> yeah, you're turning everything into blue and purple goo. Yeah. Oh, mm. my gosh. Fuck, There's- I'm starving. There's like massive piles of mashed potatoes, you know, like beanbag chair sized Mm -hmm. and pools of gravy and all of them. Some of the benches like collapse into like strips of bacon. Some of the the floor around me turns into like burnt corn, (laughs) whatever you're talking about. Whatever that is. Yeah. I'm like walking around touching stuff. With my eyes closed, still salivating, and there's like yams. I can figure just like getting things and putting them under Billy's hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see what they turn into. <laughs> Over the course of a while, Billy is able to expend all this energy and turn a bunch of furniture into a bunch of foods. Billy's fucking exhausted. Yeah, by the end of it, you're drained. Yeah. But you do it. You do what they ask. You turn all of the furniture in this room into food, and then what? Knock on the door? So yeah, we I go and knock on the door. I'm like, hey, we're done. And one of them goes, you're done. You did it. You turned all the furniture into this room. Into f-. Then he looks in the room Creed. and his jaw just drops. And he, he, you see his nostrils flare and his eyes start watering. He's crying. He goes, Jeb, look. And they both turn and they're just like, oh my God. And they walk in slowly, trepidatiously, and dip a hand into a pile of mashed potatoes that was once a small side table. And they put a whole their whole hand in their mouth covered in potatoes and they just start eating. Easy, slow, slowly. It's for everyone, remember that. And Jeb goes, oh, yeah, right, everyone. And he yells back and people start filtering into the room and just, they are not being thoughtful with their food stores. They're mm-hmm. all eating like crazy people. They go, okay, you can stay. But only until the storm abates. Sounds good. Not here, in there. And they point into the like small dank room that Evan brought you into. Okay. Get out. Go in there. Okay. 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 Slam. Wow. They didn't even share it with us. <laughs> I hope you guys snuck in a few bites. I grabbed a piece of bacon that used to be the bench. And I'm like, here you go, Billy. Oh, I ate a lot. <laughs> okay. Billy, you did a really good job. Give Thanks. me a high five. And then he high fives him and he realizes that all Ving's fingers are actually sausages. Oh. <laughs> like, huh? You gonna save those for later? Yeah, bud. Nice. <laughs> Great work, pal. Thank you. You really saved our butts again. I take Billy and I put him in my beard. Oh, just like old times. Yeah. And as far as you can tell, they're gonna up like they're too focused on all this food to wanna fuck with you for the rest of the night, quote unquote. What like hard to tell what time it is, but you can just sleep if you need to sleep. I need to sleep. 
Yeah, I'm going to sleep mm-hmm. too. Okay. Ooh, this could be a make camp roll. Oh. I don't think we've ever done that. Because I always forget. So make camp, uh, for the listeners that don't know, because we've literally never done it before, is when you settle into rest, consume a ration, you've all eaten. If you're somewhere dangerous, decide the watch order as well. Anybody doing watch? It's not dangerous. I don't think so. No, yeah. they're busy. If you have enough, enough XP, you may level up. That's right. You can level up in the middle of a session. Oh, crazy. Oh, no fucking way. Yeah. We just uh, have never. <laughs> but the most important part is when you wake up from at least a few uninterrupted hours of sleep, heal damage equal to half your maximum hit points. Full up again. I'm full too. All right. I'm full too. Mostly the damage from the storm, right? Yeah. Yeah. From like falling into the water and mm-hmm. stuff. Ving's arm's still pretty fucked, but he's getting better. Yeah. What is Ving doing with his stump? Oh, uh, the crystal stump? Yeah. I mean, once he's rested, he can shapeshift the crystal into a claw-like hand, but it's not going to be as good as the his former one. Is he ever going to get that hand back? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. He's sure he will. <laughs> At some point, he will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Billy and Tuck are sleeping, mm-hmm. but Ving wanted to do something else? Yeah, Ving wants to study the essence of the, the water dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ving, you fall into your meditation. I guess you're contacting the spirit of dragon. Yeah, I'm holding the the pearl scale and like looking into it and seeing her reflection. It's fucking sick as hell. This is a sick spirit. Okay, so what does this look like in the spirit world? Because spirit world moves like water and the dragon is a water dragon, it's um, in its element. So yeah, it's like, um, you know, videos when you see divers taking video of whales approaching them and that's that thing where they're you don't see anything and then all of a sudden this massive shape is in front of them it's that but this huge head with this sinewy neck oh ving is traveling through the water really fast and he feels this huge shadow over top and then he realizes that he's under the wing he's one of those Mm. fish that travel under the wing oh yeah arctic chairs travel under the wings yeah so he's the fish of his family under the wing of the dragon that's cool are you talking to like how does Ving study the essence? Because before it was, I remember the couple times you've done it. It's just like you're just watching them basically. Yeah, and rolling over and studying their moves and yeah. watching what he she eats and mm-hmm. how she breathes and just doing like naturalist stuff. Yeah. So this is specifically the spirit of a sea dragon. Yeah. Yeah. You watch this dragon spirit in its element, just feeding and exploring. Yeah. And lazing about. <laughs> They're yeah. very like non-violent animals. Is one of the things that you. The voice of David Attenborough's in my head. Uh, been sleeping like a bird on the water. <laughs> the sea dragon is one of the most beautiful creatures in creation. Huge as a cow, twice as pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the cows are beautiful. <laughs> I, David Attenborough, am finally so glad to talk about how hot I think cows are. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and you, um, you come to after hours in meditation with this feeling of weight and momentum and power inside you. The spirit of the dragon. Ugh. And I, yeah, I mean like, maybe I don't think he can turn into a dragon, but maybe he can get all scaly or kind of dragony. Yeah, cool yeah, dragon yeah, yeah. aspects. Mm-hmm, and yeah. maybe eventually just a big fucking dragon lizard person. Yeah. Cool. And all of you wake naturally there's no sunlight there's no like sunrise so your clocks just wake you up whenever they normally wake you up mm-hmm. and you're in this room getting a little hungry you know regular morning stuff and what wakes you up more than anything else is the absence of sound it seems like the storm has calmed 
Maybe it just got tired of trying to get through these walls. Maybe there's something about the pillar itself, but it seems like the storm is, has abated momentarily. Is there a window in here? No, there is not. But there's a door. Go out the door. The door is to the outside of Flotsam, uh-huh. uh, which you now see is like basically walkway boardwalks that connect a bunch of shed-like looking buildings that creeps up the sides of the pillar almost like a vine. It's just built up from the water's edge at some points for support. Uh, and then other parts, it's just like freestanding. doesn't make any sense. Huh. But you see your boat hanging from a bunch of ropes down a pier that juts out of the walkway that you're standing on uh, into the open air. And you see a bunch of other boats doing the same thing, like hanging from all these weird pulley hooks. But your boat's there and it looks like fucking shit. It's like not in a great place. I kind of want to steal another boat, <laughs> but I want to take the sh- our shitty chimes boat. I do like the idea of stealing a boat from these weirdo yeah like you know what i gave them everything i had i gave them my whole dream and they gave us nothing storm down yeah and there's a there's a variety of boats here describe some of the boats dinghies small rowboats one that's very long and it loops up at both sides and it has like each end of the boat has the face of a scary animal on it oh Uh, Oh. there's one that is way too big for you to pilot on your own what about that one <laughs> i think it's perfect <laughs> oh, amazing you know boats thing i know I of them you. yeah what else is there just in case there is a still big but slightly smaller boat that looks like it's just oars like it doesn't have any sails it's like a pile of oars and like the clothing of the people of flotsam you notice that there's some weird consistency to the style of ship here some of them you don't even recognize. You're like, where the fuck could those possibly even be from? Or when the fuck? Is there a future boat here we can steal? <gasps> One of them is made of metal. Has a cone on the other end that smells of fuel. <laughs> Says the spirit of Vancouver Island. <laughs> <laughs> That's a oh ferry. <laughs> it's a fey boat. Actually, I'm comfortable saying that one of the boats lower down you can see is made of metal. Huh. Like, fucking why? <laughs> That's stupid. It would sink. Stupid idiots. Ugh, we're not taking that one. So yeah, Ving, which one of these boats is the best one? I don't know. We need something that we can, that I can sail. So I don't know, some mid-sized something, but we also need it big enough to tow our other boat. So there is a, you know, like when a old man has a sailboat that he loves more than his wife? Yeah. There's one that's that size. Like a 25 foot kind of. Like a yacht almost looking kind of thing. Uh Like the boat from uh, Step Brothers. Oh. The gilded lady. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's kind of nice. It's beat up. It's beat up, but it looks like the three of you could potentially sail it. Yeah. What about the gilded lily there? <laughs> yeah, that one looks nice. I like all this artwork on the side, and there's like a painting of like two centaurs. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in like it, it's rutting season. Oh for no! Sure. Oh, they're hugging. <laughs> Yep. I like that one. All aboard. Yeah. yeah. They're hugging Billy. Stop looking at it. <laughs> okay. Is anyone looking? Yeah. Can we just take the horse porn board? Weirdly, there's nobody out here. Huh. It's kind of calm. No one is here. All right. Stuff in the stupid faces. Let's take this yeah, boat. let's take it. Is there like a pulley system to lower them down? That's a great question. Oh, okay. Just yeah. some realities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the thing is like you guys get on the boat. You're like, all right, we're stealing this boat. How do we steal this boat? <laughs> <laughs> it's connected to a bunch of like arms and it's got hooks in it uh, with ropes attached to it. It's being suspended in the air just like every other boat here. What if we just cut the line? How high off 
the water are we? Enough that it's scary. How high are we right now um, in this building? Like a hundred feet. This is crazy. <laughs> hey, it's a weird. It's a weird village. Okay, so we're not cutting the line. <laughs> no. Um. To, can I discern realities? Absolutely. See? Okay. Thirty-six plus wisdom. Seven. So yeah, on a seven to nine, you get one question. What here is useful or valuable to me? That is the one that makes the most sense. You're looking at all the lines and you're like, oh, this kind of looks like the cranes that I'd see in like harbors to move boxes from boats. You're like, okay, well this, oh, this one connects to this one. This one connects to this one. And you see that they all kind of connect through the pulleys to this one lever that's on the walkway, like on the pier that juts out next to the side of the boat. Should we, should we lower Chimes' boat first? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You run up, pull the lever, and it drops a lot faster than you expected it to, and Chimes' boat hits the water, dips underneath, takes on a bit of water, and then comes back up. Huh. Well, that wasn't too bad. That was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that in a big boat. So is there a way to make the levers lower boats slower? It doesn't appear to be. Seems like you'd have to be trained on this in some way. Uh, uh, all right. Just okay. hold on tight, everyone. Yeah, we climb on the boat and hunker down, and then I'll go pull that lever and then uh, jump down. That is a great plan, and you're all going to have to roll for it. What a stupid uh, plan. <laughs> <laughs> so who's doing the, the pulling and jumping thing? Yeah. Okay, probably defy danger strength to like hold on to the boat. Okay. I got seven. Eight. Okay, seven and eight. And 12. Oh, shit. Whoa. Plus what? Dexterity? Uh, yeah, dexterity will like leap off. 13. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. I think Billy and Tuck are going to like... Stuff's going to fly off of you, basically. Like, you're both going to lose some shit. Oh, okay. As the boat is sailing down through these ropes, the impenetrable bill hook flies no. out of your bag. <gasps> no! You said you were <laughs> going to get rid it. of it. Ooh, it's that kind of thing where it's like you see it hit the edge of the boat. Like, it skitters across the mm-hmm. deck. And it's kind of hanging. And you're like, oh, shit. And you reach for it and just bloosh. Fuck. Right into the water. <sighs> I hate the sea. <laughs> <laughs> that is the moral of this season so far. I hate the sea. And the sea hates you. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the gilded lily spirals down on these ropes and splashes into the water hard. But you all come through it. Not the worst for wear. And Chimes' boat is bobbing along just a short distance from you. You just are lashing them together. Yeah, totally. And now here you are. What's your plan? Let's get the sail out of here. <laughs> yeah, I like disentangle Chimes's braid from my beard. I also brush out all the mashed potatoes that Billy <laughs> left in there when he was sleeping in there the night before. Sorry. I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and yeah, I kind of feel the direction that it's tugging again. Great. So... As last time, this will be one person needs to roll scout ahead and one person needs to roll navigate. You're navigate. I guess I'm navigate. I'll, yeah. I'll scout ahead. Okay, so scout ahead is 2d6 plus wisdom. Great. Navigate is 2d6 plus intelligence. I got 10. Okay, so on a 10 plus, you choose two from the list below. You get the drop on whatever lies ahead. You discern a beneficial aspect of the terrain. You make a discovery or you notice a sign of a nearby danger. The second one? A discern a beneficial aspect of the terrain, yep. shortcut, shelter, or tactical advantage. Describe it. We um, get a landmark or a pillar in the distance that we can use as a navigation. Great. And also uh, the danger one. Notice a nearby danger? Yeah. 
Could you use like eagle eyes or anything like that? Like, yeah, where's bird at? Yeah, that's what I'm dying to know. Oh, yeah. Could you use the bird to like survey the area? Yeah. And see if there are any dangers? Yeah. I think you peek through the bird's eyes and he, you know what? He's right on your ass. He's always. Stop just, looking at my ass. <laughs> he's just out of sight. He's always keeping an eye on you. But the bird dips down a little bit so he can see you, see you. He can see your boat moving. And then he just looks ahead and you see through his eyes a familiar gray carapace traveling through the water. Claws come up out of the water, <laughs> clacking. Rock crab straight ahead. <laughs> so thankfully you notice that it's there. Like that's the benefit is that instead of being like the crab is on top of you, you're like, there's that fucking crab again. And what was the result of your navigate? I failed. You guys are going to have to fight this crap. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Tuck's, Bring it on. Tuck's like trying so hard when Ving is like, hey, dude, big crab, crab back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuck is trying to steer the boat. And he's like, where's that fucking crab? Like, it's like you're looking at the crab and you don't even realize it. Oh. And then the front of this gilded lily, this longer boat, you see a, a big pincery leg <gasps> come up over the deck. Oh, shit. And another as it like starts to climb aboard the ship and the front of the boat tips a little bit. And this fucking enormous gray shelled crab is now on your boat. What do you do? I make garlic butter. You motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to feed you to a bunch of floatsome jetsums. (laughs) Okay. And Ving, you can hear it like, Oh, I said I was going to crush you and I'm going to crush you. Clack, clack, clack. You son of a bitch. Uh, I'm running up and, um, hoisting my spear as hard as I can in his little crab mouth. Mm-hmm. Aiming for the soft spot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> seven. Seven. So on a seven with a hack and slash, you deal your damage and then it deals its damage. Oh, no. I have plus one piercing spear. Oh, it's oh, piercing. Harpoon. harpoon. <gasps> nice. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's great because it's a crab with a big ass shell. Yeah. So roll your damage. What is it? Roll a d6. Four. Oh. Okay. Great. Nice. Yeah, your harpoon bites into its shell uh, near its like sensitive mouth pieces. Ew. <laughs> and it makes like <laughs> noises. It backs up. You definitely heard it, but it's pissed off. Could you roll a d10 for me? Uh, oh, absolutely not. Fuck. Eight. Eight. Oh. It darts forward and a huge gray claw comes forward. And it doesn't quite grab you, but it fucking slugs you. And it's just the denseness of its exoskeleton. You feel bone almost crack. Damn. Uh, and you take eight damage. It's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Billy and Tuck, you see this happen. What do you do? Um, could I dunk one of my throwing daggers, because that's all I have, mm-hmm. into the oil of Taggett I have? Yes. It will be difficult because it has such a hard exoskeleton. Because I was going to like aim for its face, like the only soft spot. Mm-hmm. So you are rolling with a volley. So it's 2d6 plus dexterity. Okay. Ooh, Holy shit. I got 10. Oh, fuck. fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah, roll your damage. Uh, D8. Cool. Four. Billy fucking bullseyes this thing right in the mouth. Right in the mustache. Hell yeah. It gets a bunch of oil tag it right in its blood stream. Crabs have blood. Yeah. Right. yeah. Is that a weird question to ask? It's on the outside of their body. 
Is it? No, that's the <laughs> shell. Oh my God. Like an exoskeleton. <laughs> no, they have exo blood. They have blood. Yeah, they have. They, well, they have circ- Whatever doesn't matter. You get that oil of tag it in it. Hell yeah! In its mouthpieces. Woohoo! And it moves back and forth. It snaps its claws and it slows down and it appears to fall asleep. Oh my God! Get, get the it fuck out. It's a light sleep, so you have only a moment to act. Axe. Yeah. Tuck. You only have a moment to axe. I run up and I, I actually go to grab Terry, Larry, and Chad and then I fumble it <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, fuck. And then instead of doing that, I do the move from like when I was talking to Morgulch oh. that one time where I jam my hand into its mouth and I try and grab its brain and pull it out. Oh. This is amazing because if it's a fail, you grab like his tongue and pull it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder because the thing is is that you don't really have to roll hack and slash on a thing that can't defend itself. Like, oh. It's asleep. Oh. So I feel like you get an opportunity to just roll your damage. While he's doing that thing, he says, see you in shell. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, yeah, roll your damage. Four. We all got four. It's not great. What? Okay. It's a big crab. What, do you only get like half the brain out or something? <laughs> no, I think what it is, is you jam your hand in there. And you grab something. Uh-huh. And you just start pulling. Yeah. And oh. it does come loose. And the crab wakes up and your arm is three feet into its mouth. And now you have a live crab on the end of your arm. I punch it in the eye. <laughs> okay. Now you got to roll a hack and slash. Uh, how could you waste this, Took? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, 13. Okay. Whoa. Roll your damage again. Oh, my God. Seven. Okay. That's... Yeah, how do you kill this thing? Yeah. I think because I have like purchase inside of its mouth. Uh-huh. You just punch your hands together. I, yeah, I punch. <laughs> I like use the leverage to punch through Whoa. his eye into his brain from the other side. <laughs> Holy shit. Don't throw it away. We need that crab. <laughs> You're just mashing a giant crab between your two fists. From the inside? Yeah. And I'm like, eat fists, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at this. (laughs) And it works. It's you smash through the top of this crab and it is like hitting you with its claws. And it's trying to gain purchase with its little legs, but you're just shrugging it off and it dies on your arms. Awful. And I slide off and I I turn to Van. I'm like, what did you think of that fist's thing? It was pretty fucking cool. Billy? That was awesome. At first I was mad, but then I was like, oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you have a moment where this big dead crab is on your boat. Well, since we have no food, we should probably take some of it. Can Ving uh, butcher up some of this crab? Yeah, I can't see why not. All right. I'm going for the claws first. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, you pull out a bunch of crab meat. Awesome. Where do you keep it? In my belly. (laughs) Just on the deck, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Just loose meat. Well, we just leave the crab because it's like, I don't know. What if we want more later? So you're just holding on to the crab? I guess, yeah. We'll just keep it on the ship for now. I guess it'll turn pretty gross soon, but let's do it for now. Yeah. I think the bird comes down at some point and pecks at the meat yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. He uh, eats the hippocampus. Yeah. The delicious part of the crab. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's great. You've solved my crab puzzle. By murdering it. <laughs> this is... puzzle was hard. Yeah. <laughs> just like the crab shell. So are you just sailing on? Yeah. We're every once in a while we eat some raw crab meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. We're going to get so fucking sick, maybe. Yeah. So. Bing's put some water on the front and it's evaporating. It's got some salt at least. Oh, yeah. Some, like salt crab. <laughs> and, and I'm like, this is better. Right? Right? 
<laughs> and, right, because the beneficial thing that Ving got through the scout ahead was a landmark pillar. Oh. Because it can be easy to get lost in the pillars because so many of them look the same. Oh. But you see, maybe you see one that's like discolored in some way that you don't understand. Mm. Like it looks like there's something on it. So you're like, okay, well, I'll just use that one. So you're sailing along using that pillar as a landmark in your travels and the water around you starts to shake. You hear a groaning from beneath the waves. Oh, fuck. Is it crabs again? (laughs) (laughs) Ving, you said there was a shampoo for the... (laughs) (laughs) And as you're all looking over the side, like, no more big crab, please. (laughs) Uh, Surfacing like a nuclear submarine is the massive serpentine form of cerulean depths as seen from great heights. Oh, thank God. It's our friend. (gasps) Water pours off of her back and her enormous house-sized head pulls up next to your boat. What a beautiful house. How go your travels, mortals? Uh, not bad. You want some crab? Flings are a big chunk. I do not consume the flesh of other animals. Hits Thing. her face. Slap. <laughs> it just slides right. down. Thing, how could you insult her so? I forgot she was a vegan. <laughs> you have traveled these waters for a few days now. Actually, we were at a weird place for a while. Did you know Floatsum? I have heard of such a place. I have treated with their people. Treated? You know, like, I, I've talked to them. Okay. Nonetheless is not the right way to say that, but either way. <laughs> she actually you have to, says that. You don't have to try so hard with us. Wait, he's talk, she's talking to you only. Oh, right? yeah. She doesn't speak common. You just oh, understand right. her. Right, yeah, yeah. She's only talking to You me. guys are just hearing, like, the booming tones of this. <laughs> and to us, it sounds like, more like what paul's doing nope not that like uh, dolphins (laughs) can't even do it Uh, yeah it sounds like sounds like whale song oh cool sounds under the water but above the water Uh it's just like and yeah tuck thought that burping was cerulean and then he looks down at billy's (laughs) hey put too much salt on the meat sorry (laughs) so much crap Either way, Spirit Walker. Yes, great one. I have news of the wizard. (gasps) She has news of Perel. (gasps) Oh my God. But it is not news. You are glad to hear. Well, we'll take it. He is indeed at the eye of the storm. But the sea has taken note of his passage. And the waters move to claim him. What can we do? Pray. And she goes up in the air and dives back down. Is everything okay? Did she find him and he's safe now? Is he doing well? Is he just having a fun vacation? Please say that. Yeah. (laughs) It looks bad. (laughs) Oh, no. She said that the sea is trying to claim him. Claim that he's what? I don't know. His life. And I think that's where we're going to end it for this oh, week. Yeah, good. <laughs> With this revelation, my name is Sean O'Hara. I've been your game master as I will remain. And joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian Abdul Aziz. So long. Playing Fat Billy, the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Good night. Playing Ving, the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. Thanks to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music, as ever. Thanks to our wonderful listeners and Patreon supporters. You can find us at spelllore.com, at spelllore most places. And you can find me... 
Living it up, baby. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> you can find it's me. It's okay. I'll put in a different extra. No, leave this in. Okay. I'm trying. <laughs> you can find me. Please try. Oh, whatever. Who cares? Good night, everybody. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3, who tried the best they can. Though dumb and scared and lost they be, for time's abreast in revelry. Though our journey may be like a conclusion, we will not leave you without a resolution. Return next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores. And for you, I'd gladly.